Yo. Yo, what up, man? What's good? Happy Cinco de Mayo weekend. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Happy Kentucky Derby, man. It's like a lot of shit. It's supposed to go down today. And, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> the quarantine fucked everything up, man. Exactly. Man. But uh, for big time, though, big boxing, though. That's like a big one, bro. Uh, shout out to Dan Raphael, man. He tweeted a good tweet yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. He tweeted that it's like 17 years since uh, we have We're not going to have. It's been like, yeah, so this is a. It would have been 17 in a row, 17 years in a row, 18 years in a row. We had a single day Mayo weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Oh, yeah. Fight weekend, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, 17 years streak broken, just like that, you know? Yeah, man, that's crazy. Because I remember, like, I remember even a few of those years, there was, like, competing cards, too. Yeah. Uh, do you remember well, Do you remember any in general? Um, Chavez Jr. did a couple on his come up. Um, okay. I remember Jorge Arce did one or two. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think Christian Mijares might have headlined one of those. But, like, remember, around, like, like, the late 2000s. Do you remember your favorite uh, single de Mayo fight? Um, honestly, I probably I probably couldn't pick one necessarily to be gotcha. uh, Like I said, he tweeted it last night. That was dope. Uh, he wrote the first one. Apparently, was in uh, I think what? Oh three. Uh, yeah, two thousand three. Two thousand three, and the first <laughs> one, the I guess the la- the first the, the start of the streak was De La Hoya and Campus. You remember okay, that fight? Boy. Right, right, right. Do you remember? Do you remember that fight? Um, a little bit. I haven't watched that one in a while, but yeah. you know, it was kind of Oscar showing out. You know, Compass was a little bit, you know, too slow, sluggish for him. You know, what weight was that? What weight class was that? Yeah. That was one fifty four. One fifty four. Yeah, that was that was light middle. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, I don't remember that fight at all, though. I don't remember that fight. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think it wasn't what as as notable as you know some of the bigger headline fights that Oscar had because like Compass wasn't like that big of a rival of his. Like, yeah, that. yeah. And Compass was like a little bit older too, so I think a lot of people expected Oscar to be able to beat him at that time. Nah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure, nah. But that was that one, and then oh four, you got Pac one one, Mel Marquez one, yeah, Castillo, uh, Corlatus, Castillo one. Then you have that, Deloya Mayorga, Deloya Floyd, Deloya Forbes. You know, you got three years with Deloya, and then Pac Hatton, Floyd Moisley, Pac Man Moisley, Floyd Cotto, Floyd Guerrero, Floyd Madonna one, Floyd Pac Canelo Khan. Canelo Chavez, GGG, and Veins, and Canelo yeah. G2, and Canelo Jacobs. So, it's crazy, though. Canelo, I see a lot of Canelo, De La Hoya, and Floyd, you know? Yeah, some big ones, man. Some yeah, man. Ones. I mean, the one that kind of – it's funny, man. Somebody uh, said that – another funny tweet that I saw, they said that, you know, that this was uh, – they made fun of the, the, the uh, Triple G fight. They're saying that Triple G and Veins was in a big fight, you know? Triple G you, and Do you think it was a big fight? Ah – well, cause wasn't wasn't that the whole thing where like Canelo was supposed to fight him or whatever, and then um, yeah, Canelo so, G won the whole. And that was and that was where he tested positive, right? So Vonis yeah, yep, came in exactly. as the late replacement. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's one of those like Vonis, like at the, he was at the end of the rope, man. You know, yeah. that, by the, by that point, so I don't think I think people just expected Triple G to to KO him unless they were like a straight up hater and they were thinking like, yeah. oh shit, Vonis, he might he might do this and that and. Lazy blah, you know, he might be able to like pull a close fight like he did against Charlo and all that. But yeah, yeah, now nah, he was destined to get bodied, and that's that was what happened. Now, nah, it is what it is. I mean, for what it was, I, you know, I'm seeing I'm a big triple G guy. It wasn't, but California came up, man. Like, you know, I, you know, the fight Canelo in Vegas was supposed to be in Canelo in Vegas, Canelo and Triple G was supposed to be in Vegas, right? So when they uh moved it around, they ended up being, I think, in South Cali. I forgot what arena, but. 
bro, if you live if you live in California, you know, I would have been hype as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah. I got a free, like, you know, not a free fight, but like a triple G fight out of nowhere. I don't think this is probably like super cheap, you know, to try to get fans in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Triple G, you know, you knew you knew for a fact, or you know, more than likely, it was at the end of the knockout. So, bro, secret of my the point is, is like you know to see a knockout, to see you know what I'm saying, to to, to have right. a drink, to drink, you know. So, yeah. I, mean, I was in Cali, I would have been hyped, you know. I, I mean, I was a triple G guy, so I was hyped for the fight. I get it. It wasn't your typical, you know. You want to, I guess, a show, not a showcase fight, but you want a competitive fight on Secret of Mayo weekend, you know. Right. And right. I guess it wasn't competitive. You know, the odds weren't competitive. The fight wasn't comp- nothing. of that fight was competitive. The yeah, yeah, and even the undercard of that wasn't that great. From whatever. Who was on the undercard? Um, you had Cecilia Brackus and Kelly Race. That was a that was that was a that was a decent fight. But um, outside of them too, like everything else was like prospect squash matches. You know, they didn't throw in no flyweights for you. No, no. No <laughs> nah. well, it's not even about flyweight. Like there, there was a light flyweight fight on that on that card, but it's like you know, it was it was there was nothing competitive really. It was it wasn't anything of, of um high stakes. You know what I mean? Like where even even like sometimes like you'll see on an undercard where you I remember I think it was Pac Mosley when um Arce fought against uh, Rofredo Vasquez. Like that was like Arce's last great you know performance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like there's sometimes you'll get good fights on an undercard like that, and that's. At the very least, it'll make up for even if like the undercard doesn't deliver up to expectations. But that that card had nothing like nothing. Of nah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 the, the women the women's fight was was decent and everything, but yeah. even that lacked you know the same level of drama that you know you would typically want to see you know on on a spectacle of that level. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm like like I said, man. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I, I for what it was, you know, uh. Triple G guy got a knockout. You know, I drank. It was a good weekend for me. But it's just weird, man. Like, it's just, bro, I know we would have took anything at this point. You know, like, we would have took a single, uh, no, a Telemundo card today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just weird yeah. not having boxing. Nicaragua you card know? like last week and anything. For real, man. Nicaragua something, bro. Yo, <laughs> J-Ro, what up, man? What's going on, sir? What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast, man. Yes, sir. What's good, man? But, uh... What's up, bro? I know you heard a conversation, though. We're talking about Cinco de Mayo, bro. It's weird. We don't got a Cinco de Mayo fight. You know what I'm saying? Very. At the first time in uh in years. Seven, decades. 17, 17 years. 17 yeah, years. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, it feels weird about it. I don't know if you heard I don't know if you heard of the uh, first part, bro, but uh do you remember does any Cinco de Mayo fight for you stand out? Like any fight that you recall? Not really. Um nah, nah it just they all just go run around around you know same year, um, back to back. But um, you know you the the big one the big one was Pacquiao Mayweather. That was the biggest one. Was it right? I'll see you Mayo. Uh, it was the second of May, right? Five years ago. Second of May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. You know that's definitely was. That was the biggest fight. Oh, yeah, that was definitely the biggest fight. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. that should live up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was, that was probably the biggest fight ever for uh, of Mayo weekend. So. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, it's just weird, man. Like I said, like, bro, we got no boxing on today, and just, like, it's just different, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a big weekend, and we got shit on. But, uh, bro, anything else? Uh, the Wilder, bro, I want to talk about a little bit of Wilder, yo. Like, what's up What's up with that, bro? Like, are y'all, are y'all, are y'all excited about Fury, AJ happening? It's not happening. Is it happening? I don't know. I mean, at one point... You know, ESPN broke the news, or I don't know who broke the news. Who, uh, who was the uh, somebody broke the news? Chris, uh, Chris Kleckler, or who was it? 
You don't know who broke the news that Wilder I'm, and Fury. I'm not sure like what, what the news exactly was. I had seen people tweeting about it, but I don't. I never like got a chance to read the articles about like what it was that they were saying was going. So on. they were saying that Fury and AJ was like they were negotiating. Okay. And then, like five minutes, and then like five minutes later, Jake wrote an article that they not gonna waive it. You know what I'm saying? So it was weird. Like it was just like they were talking to fight, and you now apparently it was all like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know how it is, man. It's like he said, she said nonsense. Right, right, right. Well, like they're basically, I guess, like so they're trying to see if they could could structure a way where they could do AJ versus Fury. And I think I, you know what, one of the things that I did read though was talking about like the travel bans, and so that might actually come into play to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Because you, you might have a problem with either Wilder flying somewhere or Fury fi- flying here, um, you know, in in order to make that third fight happen, and so they might be able to do something in the interim because of that. You know, gotcha. might be relentless. But bro, my, over that whole thing. my whole thing is like, fuck all that. Like, you know, like this politics aside, no politics aside. Would you prefer to see that fight next? What AJ versus Fury? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, over- the last time we were talking, you know, that was the fight that I wanted to see. You know what I mean? That's the, that's yeah. The no, that is true. That is that the is fight true. to make in boxing, the sport. No, that is Fury. that is. I mean, you, know? you, yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you on that one. I hope that fight happens. I'm not interested right now. I think Wilder got to go to like a little his own. I get it. He lost his belt, but he got to yeah. go his own like route and like build his name. Not, what? Not what? Because the thing, man, he might be able to make it so that like he automatically gets a shot at the winner. If he does step aside, he could be, basically be like, okay, I'm stepping aside on the condition that I get the winner of that fight, regardless of who it is. You know no, that's mean? and that's another thing too. I rather that's another thing. He gets to heal fast. You know, he has to, he has a longer time to heal and right. He gets a shot at becoming undisputed instead of just winning one belt. Yeah, you know? exactly. It might it might actually behoove him to 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 allow for that as long as he has that caveat in there. You know what I mean? As long as he has that clause in there that he automatically gets the next up. But but the problem is it's not just Wilder's side. It's also Pulis' side. Um, Pulis' side oh. have to agree. Oh, right, right. Because Pulis is in line for AJ. Um, so like I said, I don't think it's realistic that uh. Fury yeah. and AJ fight. Would I like to see Fury and AJ fight? Sure, that's the you know that's the better heavyweight fight right now. Um, but it's just not. I don't see it possible and how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's too it's it's too many variables. More yeah, than likely. You, you got Wilder, you got Pulev, you got the Zone, you got ESPN, you got all this. Plus with this uh whole pandemic situation, I just don't see it happening right now. No, I hear you. I hear you on that. I mean, I, that's I'm much oh, both for you. I'm out. That's the fight I want to see next. I, I personally like like the way I see it. I'm putting it in simpler terms. I'm like, I, if I'm Wilder, pay me ten million. You know what I'm saying? I wait a little longer, and I get a shot to become undisputed. You know what I'm saying? Like that's to me that makes perfect sense. But like you said, all the variables like going through that is to make it impossible. But I don't know, man. Like that got me hyped. Like, but the thing is, like, where all this where where is all this news coming from? You know what I'm saying? Like. Is it fake news? Is it real? Like, why did it, like, why that? I mean, it's entirely, it's entirely possible that they may be trying to do something, you know what I mean? But it's, it's just a matter of, you know, getting all the logistics in place is the tricky part of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, gotcha. It's a, like, like, like J-Roll was saying, you know, you pull up, has got to be involved. You know, Wilder's got a team's got to be involved. You know, AJ side, Fury side to begin with, you know, like they, they have a bit of a rivalry there, you know, between Hearn and, 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 and Warren and all that. So, and the, and the networks and everything, you know, it's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of things involved. 
you know. But if, if they were to do pull it off, though, it would be a monstrous event. You know what I mean? Because like, not only would it be taking place at the right time, but it'd be, be taking place in the right under the right circumstances too. Specifically with regard to the whole COVID situation, and with regard to the fact that a lot of sports are are struggling to figure out a plan to start back up in in some sort of a fashion. Got you. Yo, j you think if Wilder doesn't take the fight, like, say he does, for some reason, like, if Wilder takes the step aside money, you you call it, are you calling that a duck? Like, he's ducking Fury? No. No? No. What do you think, like a business move? Yeah, what, it, what, it, what, it, it'll, be a, it'll be a business move. I don't, I, like I said, I don't think Wilder is going to take a step aside money, though. I just don't see him doing it. But uh, if he did decide, if they're paying crazy amount of money, you know, 10, 15, 20 million, whatever, to step aside, then it'll be a business move for his side, but I don't think it'll be a duck, especially if he uh, if he gets it, then he fights the winner. So he might fight. If, let's say right. let's say it happens, and Fury beats AJ, and he still goes after Fury. He made an extra 10, 20 million. You know that's another thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Extra extra money to sit and, and heal, as well as the increased money for the fight for the for the for that third fight with Fury, which would actually bring in bigger money than it would have previously. Yeah. No, what uh, I mean, what what would be smart, which I don't see happening at all, because you know what I'm saying, shit in boxing never goes away. Like they should, do, they should all take step aside shit and like make Wilder and Pulev. You know what I'm saying? And like the well, the winner of that faces the winner of Fury. You know, AJ. You know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that, but I don't know if 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 Wilder's team would want to do that though. I guess I don't know oh, if look, they would look, see Pulev as too much. Of it. I mean, personally, I don't really think all that highly of Pulev. I think he's a big stiff idiot to borrow a term from Tyson Fury. And I think he's the, like, Wilder would knock his ass out. You know what I mean? I think he, that dude loses to everybody that's elite. So. Yeah. You think, you think Pulev, to any both of you, do you think Pulev prefers, obviously everybody wants a title shot, but just, you know, thinking, like, you think he cares more about the title shot or the money? Pulev. Yeah, he might care more about both, maybe, but more money. Uh, that's what yeah, he wants to say. More, so. Yeah. Money? Nah, 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 the reason I asked because some, you know, some people obviously care about the title shot, but yeah. like, what if, like, what if Wild, like, what if, uh, because uh, Pulev is the number one contender for uh, what the W for the IBF, right? Yes, right. Yeah. So what if like um, um, AJ vacates the IBF, but obviously Wilder's not ranked, so it wouldn't work. You know what I'm saying? But for some odd reason, if they would have made Wilder like the uh, IBF two or something. You know, and Pulev and Wilder could fight for a vacant IBF belt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not going to happen. That's all fucking crazy talk. You know what I'm saying? Boxing right. will never I work mean, that way. I mean, it's entirely possible. You know, it's just like, how probable is it? You get what I'm saying? But, yeah. but I, you know, stranger things have happened, so. Um, Talking about fights, bro. Another uh, another big-ass news, bro. Like, um, uh, your boy. Who's that? Your boy, J-Ro? Is that your boy? Um, Who is uh, uh Lomachenko? Uh-huh. Being a dumb. ball juggler, what's up with, yeah. What's up with uh, what's up with um, was the Lopez talking wow, bro? So call him a bitch, yeah. right? He he called called him a bitch. Yes, sir. He did. He did. He said, He said, Oh, what do you say? I can't anybody get the exact quote? I mean, I heard it. He said, He's a bitch. He wants, he says, Something about you fight a tune up and I'm your tune up. You know, what I'm saying? Can anybody he said, he said like, fuck a tune up. You're my tune up. That's yeah. what he said. That's what, I, I remember that part, but I know he also called him a bitch. Yeah. Right? My mom yes, mistaken, yes, right? he did. He's, yeah, he said, no, he said, uh, he's being a bitch. He wants a tune up. Um, top rank told me he wants a tune up, and and I don't need a tune up. They want me to take a tune up, but he's my tune up, you know, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, exactly. I mean, bro, 
I don't know. We all get high in emotions. You know what I'm saying? Lopez is probably, you know, he's going crazy because of the quarantine. He wants to fight. You know, his fight got well, canceled. he believes in himself. You know what I mean? And, uh, which, as, you know? as he should. As he should. At that age, with that level of ability and that power and everything, he should. You know what I mean? All fighters yeah. technically should, but in particular, under his circumstances, he should. And I know he's chomping at the bit because Lomacheco not only is his gateway to bigger money, it's his gateway to being a star in the sport. So, you know, it's, it's it's a dual gateway where he could really break through and have his, like, Floyd versus Corrales moment, you know what I mean? Or have his, like, or even more than that, maybe like like his Floyd versus Corrales and his Floyd versus Gotti moment combined. You know God, that's what That's what that would be for, for Lopez. But you think, you think Loma, with those comments, going by the comments you heard, you know what I'm saying? Going, no source, none of that. You think, you think Loma is ducking? Uh, well, I mean, it all depends on if it's true or not. I mean, you know, Lopez is talking a lot, and he likes to talk a lot. That's how he is, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me be, just because of the fact that Lomachenko and his team have been so, like, evasive about, like, oh, like, we don't want to fight in New York, even though his entire U.S. presence was built in New York. And, you know, talking about, like, oh, like, we need to do this and that, and they postponed the fight, and then they want to postpone it again, and now supposedly he wants to play. It wouldn't surprise me, just because that's that's been kind of the MO from Lomachenko's team since the very beginning. You know, all the way through to Lopez knocking Kome out, and then Lomachenko ringside being asked, like, oh, what'd you think of that? And he says, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> you know, like he was flabbergasted at the fact that Lopez wiped him out so quickly. Nah, for sure. But uh Jero, I know you have a lot to say about that, you know, comments. You think you think Loma's done? Like I said, I, I don't know yet. Um, because um I'm not, I'm not I mean, yeah, a lot to say, yeah. brother. I saw yeah. a lot. You made I mean, bro, I loved your whole Haney. <laughs> bro, it all makes sense. No, 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 bro. I give you, you know what I'm saying? Guys like Jero, you know, I gotta say, guys like Jero make sense, bro. You make sense most of the time sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That when it comes to Loma, look. Whatever beef you got with Lomachenko, I don't know if he, I don't know, saying he didn't sign your glove, you took a picture with him. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But whatever beef, I can give you that. Yeah, yeah, Lomachenko, it makes sense. That like, can you explain that whole Haney situation? Okay. And, you know what I'm saying? Ducking and go ahead. Bro. Go ahead so go ahead. again, um, let it be known. Yeah. So you know, uh, Lomachenko was supposed to uh, fight Kami right on April 12th. Um, then Kame suffers an injury, so uh, he's yep. Lomachenko still goes on with the date, fights uh, his mandatory Crowler around the same time. Kame Richard Kame he gets cleared, so he's a, he's available to fight. But instead of Lomachenko going back to Richard Kame, he he petitions to get uh, in the a WBC uh, mandatory spot and fight for the vacant title yeah. against uh, Campbell, which is fine, right? So then the WBC yep. orders that fight. And then orders a tournament between Teofimo Lopez, Haney, um, who else? I think I think uh, Fortuna was there, and yeah, it's yep. a kid that Haney beat, right? So oh, Zara, yeah, Zara of the Lions, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was those four tournaments. Teofimo and and uh, Bob Arum don't like that plan, so now they want to go to the IBF route and go against Mr. Fleming. Well, hold on. Let me let me stop you right there, because that's what I, I was thinking right now. At one point, uh, Tefimo was on the WBC route, yep. right? He was supposed to be that Correct. route, right? Yes. And so what? Uh, I know I don't want to I don't I don't want to stop your train of thought because I don't want to you know confuse you, but 
Are you going to talk about that? What happened with what, what happened with the WBC route? Like, why didn't he take that W? Like, why didn't he take to the that IBF route? route? No, the WBC. Oh, like, what happened there? Like, do you, I don't know why Lomachenko. No, for uh, Lopez. Lopez, like, why didn't he? Why did he switch him to the well, IBF route? Again, I feel, I feel they just didn't want to like they, okay, they didn't like going to the tournament side. They didn't want to do a tournament. Yeah, for Lopez. All right, they didn't want to do okay. a tournament with Haney Lopez. Fortuna, they just didn't want to be in that tournament. They'd rather just right. go straight for the shot. That, right, and that's that's been top ranks MO for a long time. Because right. I mean, if you remember way back with the the after the Super Six, the Super Middleweight Super Six, and on Showtime, yeah, they were gonna do a a a bantamweight Super Six. Yep, and part of it was supposed to be the four that that were in there: Abnomaris, uh and some of them were in. All right, excuse me, Abnomaris, John, uh, what do you call it? Johnny um, Perez, Johnny Perez, Joseph Beckham. And and Victor Chini. Oh, correct. And yeah. and in addition to them, it was supposed to be Nanito Donaire and Fernando Montiel. Donaire and Montiel were both top ranked fighters. Top mm -hmm. top okay. ranked. They said, "Fuck that! Donaire and Montiel are gonna fight each other. The hell with your tournament." So oh, they've done that. Okay. They've done that in the past. Yeah. So yeah, top and, and look at uh at the uh World Boxing Super Series. You don't see top ranked fighters in those tournaments. You know what I mean? The one fourth yeah. division. Jose Ramirez didn't join. They just don't like doing tournaments for yeah. some reason, right? Exactly. Even exactly. the even that even that light heavyweight. Someone yeah. didn't they announce like a uh, with, with they, they wanna they wanna be able to, they always want to be able to control the odds in their favor Correct. in regards to who yeah. their fighters are matched against. Yeah. Got you, got you. Well, well, go ahead, so Jay, then go he ahead. goes the IBF round. So then the tournament is canceled, yeah. right? And Haney fights uh the dude he fought for the interim title. Loma, Lomachenko fights uh yeah. Lomachenko fighting Campbell. Throughout this, Lomachenko saying, I might fight again in December too after Campbell. So Lomachenko beats Campbell, and they're talking, oh, you know, I might fight in December. I might uh, even go overseas to fight uh, to wait for the winner of Teofimo and Richard Kame. Haney now wins, and Haney's putting pressure on Lomachenko. Like, he's calling him out everywhere in social media, right? I want Lomachenko. I want Lomachenko. Yeah. Then Lomachenko's side, they petition to be franchised. So, you know, they don't have that Haney problem no more. And then they say they skip the uh, December fight because now they, they want big money for a December fight, an overseas big money fight. They're not, not available. So they skip that fight and, you know, they go to Teofimo Rich or Kame fights happen. Like uh, Nada said, Teofimo not coming out in two rounds. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, you probably, you probably saw Teofimo winning that fight. But not in that manner, right? And then mm -hmm. it's it look Lomachenko side after right after the, as soon as that happened was acting funny. He was just acting funny. We don't want to fight New York. You fought in New York plenty of times, Lomachenko. Yeah. I don't know what happened. What do you mean you don't know what just happened? The boy got knocked out. So, so then, so that happens, and now you hear Lomachenko wants this money, or then you also hear Teofimo wants this money. You hear the negotiations are not coming through. Everybody's saying May 30th. Everybody's talking about the fight happening on May yep. 30th, but nothing. We were, what, in March already? And nothing yeah, no, was agreed no, upon. No venue. No, no venue and all no that. No venue, no deal. Nothing was signed, but it was supposed to go down May 30th. So, so obviously, yep. something's happening there where one side is not comfortable. I don't know if it's Teal. I don't know if it's Lomachenko. But Lomachenko's side has been acting funny Ever since that right hand, uh, right hand uh, landed on Richard Carmen. Right, and and that's true. That, also, like, also, even as they were talking about, ahead. like there, there was no venue. 
um what you call it they like they were just in so insistent about not wanting to fight in new york like what are you talking about man like i thought lomachenko was the big star and he's pound for pound and you know y'all built him in new york and so on and so forth and, exactly like, he's i mean Lo, i get I, it lopez is from there but lomachenko that's like his his that's like his home, away from home, second home. lomachenko yeah. have done better business in new york than Teofimo lopez has right Think about it. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I, I should look that up, but I bet you, what he, he's what fifteen and one, right? Something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. I think, bro. If I'm not mistaken, I think like seven of his fights, or like six or seven of his, he's bro. He's second to Triple G in New York City fights. You know what I'm saying? Like he fights half his fights here. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm with y'all. Like it don't make sense. And like you know, he also said, you know, we're talking about all this shit. He also he also mentioned that he does not want to fight without a crowd. Right? That's kind of funny though. Lomachenko always said that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he said that or Teofimo said that. One of one of them said it. I'm, I don't know. I think it was Lomachenko. Lomachenko said he wanted to have a crowd. He wanted to fight yeah. for a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Which is bugged out too. I mean, like I Listen, said, he, like, not, he knocked out. I'm he knocked sure. out Roman Martinez in New York. That knocked him out. You know, yeah. knocked out a Puerto Rican fighter in New York. You know, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Had no problem you know, fighting made, a Puerto Rican fighter. Made, in New York. Made, made, made Rigandale quit in New York. Another another big one. You know. Stopped Jorge Lenares yeah. in New York in probably the toughest fight of his career, yep. and outside of the Salido one, of course. You know, and then beat and then beat Pedraza, another Puerto Rican in New York. Pedraza, yeah. Like, like, yep. yeah, okay. How, how, how much, how much more, you know, do you, can you ask for? Well, nah, I'm with y'all, man. I mean, drawing power. He's just acting funny. I don't know, man. I, yeah. it, it is funny. It is kind of crazy. I don't. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You know what I'm saying? The line, you hate to see it. It's just honestly, it's just, it seems weird, like, that he doesn't want to – it's just excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many excuses do you need? I don't fight in New York. I need a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, money. Like, I don't yeah. – I don't but, know, man. It seems yeah. funny. It's like, first, he doesn't want the crowd to be against him, but then, no, he wants the crowd. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. he, wants, he wants the fight to be held in fucking Kiev, Ukraine. And so, you know, he has a crowd, but – they all rocking with it. You think, uh, you think, you think we get the fight, J. Rowe? You think the fight I don't happens? think it happens this year at all. I, I don't see it happening at all this year. Um, maybe next year, but again, I don't know. Teofimo's a big kid, so I don't know how long he can uh, uh do one thirty five. He might be if he doesn't fight this year. You know, I don't know how, how he's keeping in shape. I don't know if he's keeping his weight down. He might have to move up next year. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure. So you don't you don't see the fight you don't I, see the fight I, happening this year either. I don't see it happening next year I think it's fifty fifty. Okay, hey, how about you, bro? Yeah, man, like I I pretty much Yo. agree with him. You know, what I mean, like, it's just a matter of tails at that age. He's at the man strength age. You know, what I mean, that's that's where around that age a lot of times where if a fighter was already having a little bit of a tough time, you know, it's a little bit of a strain to make that way, they wind up moving up one weight class if not a couple. You know, so. It's one of those things where the longer it takes to make, the less likely it's gonna happen. I I'm with y'all, man. I don't, I don't. I think I think it's over, bro. I think if you don't, I think if you don't get the fight at all this year, if it doesn't end the year with that fight, I think we never get that fight. You know what I'm saying? And it looks more like, you know, like the the yeah. more he's not dodging, but the way he's like maneuvering his career. You know what? Like, and and you know, not to cut you off, man, but you know, like another thing that I've noticed yeah. too is ESPN been so insistent. On whenever they talk about 130 pounders, they always have Lomachenko in that picture. They always include him, even though he hasn't fought in there in a couple of years. Which uh, says to me, like they they've been planning for a mad long time. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna try and get him back down to 130. Yeah. Make sure that these young guys on the come up don't scalp him 
so that we can, you know, uh, save his star, you know, for on into the future. And then, you know, eventually maybe we'll, we'll, we'll cash in on him or what have you, but not, not anytime soon. So like, to me, that's, that's, it sounds like even beyond Lomachenko and his team in particular, like the, 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 the cogs of the machine want him to not have that fight also. I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I'm just I'm I'm speechless because I just didn't. I think you know Lopez is talking crazy, calling people bitches. You know, regardless, you know what I'm saying that's, those are fighting words. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, if I mean, I'm not to to me, like, hey, you calling me a bitch? I'll show you what a bitch is. You know what I mean? But hey, some guys just ain't built like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Demetrius Andrade was bro, I mean, out there that calling post. people bitches, and nobody said shit to him. So it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nah, no, kudos to him having that, like you said, he got confidence. Um, just, I just, you know, just for the hell of it, like, if we do get the fight this year in December, just say December, who would you, uh, just who you think, not favor, just, just who you think wins, uh, J-Ro? I think Lomachenko's really a great fighter. I, I, I really think he's really good. I would favor Lomachenko. I think Lomachenko beats Steel because Steel's kind of young still. But, you know, Steel's got that power that he, he can end it. And we can see that, uh, Lomachenko can get caught at 135. He, be, he, he gets caught a lot yeah, at 135. So if Teofimo can catch him, who knows? But, you know, I, I, I'll, pick, uh, I'll pick Lomachenko right now. Um, yeah, decision, yeah, he ain't not stopping Teofimo. He's not stopping. Yeah, by decision. Yeah. Now I'm with you. I'm, by a close decision, I think, too. Uh, I think it'll be a close decision. Close decision? No, I'm with you, though. So I think, I think the, not having that I mean, he's did fight in New York, Coleman event. That was a Coleman with Kami. That was that was a good mm-hmm. experience. Um, but uh, no, I'm with you. I think Loma just might be a little too much for him at this point. Um, what about you? Uh, on um, Nayora, what do you think? Well, how to, uh, that nah, fight? Man, I got Lopez. I got Lopez. You no, know, I, th- I Lopez? think he actually might even stop him. I think he might stop Lomachenko just by virtue of the fact that here's the thing. Lomachenko is is really good. You know, he's definitely a great fighter, like Jero was saying. You know, I mean, as much as much as I give him shit, he's a great fighter. He's a fantastic fighter. You know what I mean? But he is legitimately like not a a guy that is really draining a lot to make 135. And that combined with the fact that Lomachenko has a, I think the skill gap is is close enough between the two. I think Lomachenko is actually more skilled than Lopez, but I think the skill gap is close enough that that extra bit of physicality that Lopez has can make up for it and then some. And in addition to that, you know, Lomachenko, you know, when he's on his P's and Q's defensively, he's, he is legitimately tough to hit. But there are been, there are a lot of times where he can get a little bit loosey-goosey with it. And he can be timed, man. Even my, Miguel Mariaga, who's like a totally, you know, unorthodox fighter, was able to catch him. You know, Lomachenko, come over gotcha. here. I'm in the corner. Come hit me. Hit him with a fucking three-piece right after he did that shit. You know, he wasn't the Matrix then. Gotcha. So I think is it that, that Lopez can, can more than catch him. And I think it's a matter of gotcha. where if Lopez catches him, buzzes him, he might make him a little bit gun shy. He might start dropping a few rounds. And then when it gets into the later rounds, Lomachenko, I think at the very least, what something that he learned from that Salido fight is how to dog shit out. You know, that he can't allow him that he can't allow himself to get dogged the way that he did in that fight. Almost kind of the same way that Vitaly Klitschko learned after the Chris Bird fight, you can't be quitting like that. And so even if his eye was about to pop out of his head, he wasn't going to quit against um, Lennox. You know, so I, I, so I think you. against Lopez, he would try even harder to win the fight, and that would get him knocked out harder because of the fact that he's trying so much harder to win the fight. Gosh, who you think uh, 
Stay, I'll stay on you. Who you think uh, has more to lose in this fight, Lomachenko or Lopez? Like, whoever takes the L, who affects the, the L more? Lopez, because because of the Lopez. fact that with Lomachenko, yeah. you can, you have the built-in excuse that he was he was small to begin with at 135, which they shoved down everybody's throats to begin with. So you think if Lomachenko loses, he gets a, yeah. an excuse? Yeah. For this? Uh, yeah, J-Rod? because they already make excuses why he uh. Why he struggled versus Nari. He was too tiny. He he's the smallest lightweight of all time. So let's let's um, let's 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 yeah. ignore that Lenari started at one twenty six. Let's ignore that, yeah. you know. Yeah. No, no, no. So you think Lomachenko gets a you yeah, both think he gets a buy? But look, by by the media and, and uh his fans, yeah, he he'll, he'll get a buy. And and the whole wow, thing they they exactly this is exactly gonna be their words. Well, you didn't say that Rigondeaux was too small when Lomachenko beat him, so you know, and they're gonna do all that other crazy bullshit, try to you know use other fighters as shields to shield Lomachenko. That's exactly what they're gonna do. Wow. Nah, I don't I, damn, 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 bro. I got a two Lomach that's fun. I got both of y'all that both throw. And they will also throw Lomachenko's own. I guarantee I you they will also throw in Lomachenko to get up there in age. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, no, that, they that can't. I, you can't. This, will. No, no. I mean, bro. How old is no he? Way. How old is he? Twenty-three. How old is the man? Yeah, thirty-two. Um, no, but I'm with, bro. I don't think you can't. There's no way. Lomachenko can fans, media, him himself. He cannot say. There's no excuse. He's got to beat Lopez. He has to beat him. If he loses to him, I think his career. He might. Bro, there's no excuse, bro. Lopez and Salido. Like, oh man, it depends on how bad the loss is, too. You know, what I mean, if he gets co-made, like <laughs> he might, he might have some serious. Problems. If he gets co-made, if he gets knocked out in the second round, how can you defend that, bro? How can you defend? A, I can't. I don't know, man. I, I don't think. I think Lopez. The only thing I'm scared of Lopez. I always think about Vargas. You don't think like Lopez? Well, I don't like think. Vargas, I don't you know, think I, I mean, all due respect to Lomachenko, I don't think he has that ethereal power the way that Tito and Oscar did, hmm. where, like, their left hooks were fucking deadly. Deadly. You know, they were knocking out granite chin fighters, you know, like it was nothing. You get what I'm saying? Had so you don't like think that. it affects, you don't think it, so you don't think if uh, Lomachenko, you know, takes him to school, for instance, or, you know what I'm saying, just you know, wins like eight, you know, eight, four, nine, three. Ten, I mean, so it, it might, it might, it might affect him mentally too. You never know. You never know with some of these guys. You know what I mean? It affected Prince Nassim when it happened to him against Barrera. So it's entirely possible. It happened, it happened to Nicholas That's Walters true. because he hasn't fought since. You know, I think he just packed it in like this shit ain't for me considering what happened. So, so damn, y'all both think it, uh, he gets a buy. Okay. He will, man. Okay. I'm telling you, he will. Uh, he will. He'll get every excuse under the sun and in the book, man. You know, Lomachenko fandom is is a wave very similar to the way that Pacquiao fandom was a wave. Where they even if Pacquiao, even if Pacquiao, you even agree, if Pacquiao you agree with that, J-Ro? J-Ro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a good, that's a good one. You you agree, Jero? That the Lomachenko fans are like, are I think they're like more like the Golovkin fans. Who <laughs> <laughs> the Lomachenko ones? I just, why, just why, the way they act and move, man. They like to defend. Well, you know, same thing with Pacquiao fans. Pacquiao fans were the same. They make every excuse for their fighter. They like to defend their fighter for everything. Right. Even in their wins, even in their wins, yeah. they make excuses. Yep. Even in their wins. Pacquiao beat Barrera Pacquiao nah, beat Barrera in the second fight, but didn't knock him out. They started making excuses for that. Okay. Same thing with Golovkin. You know, Golovkin beat Jacobs. Oh, but Jacobs was a cruiserweight. That's why it was so close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know that's, I mean? true. You know? that's true. That's <laughs> true. 
No, that's the good one. No, the cruiserweight. That's that's the best one though. He was up. How much? How much? Yo, they were talking about he weighed 195 pounds and all kinds of crazy shit. That was nuts. Yo, like, bro, that's kept, that's impossible. The IBF you would be dead. <laughs> Yo, who? But who started that? Yo, who started that in the media? Though? Who started 190 pounds? Come on, shout him out. Probably your boy Steve Kim. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> it probably was him, bro. It probably definitely was him. It probably Steve definitely K-9 was him. Like, yo, 195 pounds. Say it again? <laughs> Steve K9 Kim. How he fucking the... calls himself. Nah, nah, nah. That's true, though. They do say it every time. Nah, but, I mean, when Chenko fought Triple G, what they said, like, they didn't say nothing about his weight or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I, I think y'all, y'all, y'all tripping with the Lomachenko fans or, like, Triple G fans. I think Lomachenko fans are the worst. Are worse, bro. Triple G fans ain't bad, bro. Y'all really be picking on them, bro. Like, you're not that bad, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lobo Chico fans, we make it seem like he's a, he's the second coming of Jesus. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, yeah, no, no. They make him look, yeah. Oh, nah. They make it sound like the dude walks on water. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, no, they they, they do be wild, you know bro. Like, saying? just by virtue of the fact that I, I don't think there has been a fighter that's been called number one for pound, pound for pound in maybe in history ever that had a loss like he did against Alito, and yet they yet still, exactly. still calling him as number one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's never happened. No, that ain't that, bro, bro. Bro, you get dropped, bro. At least Triple G, bro. You know me, bro. Triple G never been dropped, bro. Lomachenko got dropped by Lenares, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, regardless, but no, nah, it don't count though, right? Because it was a flash knockdown. Yeah, flash knockdown. Count because count, Lenares was huge, and Lomachenko is just the itty bitty, you know, teeny tiny guy. And and he went, and he, yeah, got he just caught. got caught, man. Caught. And then he, he can't, and then he whooped his ass afterwards, so it didn't matter because he dominated the rest of the fight, and he just got caught with that one shot. Gotcha. Nah, bro. So not like this. So, so this kind of leads me into the next shit, bro. What's up? Why? I got both of y'all on. Why? Why the whole Inoue and Lomachenko? Like, what? Why is bro? What's because the they're that, held bro? to two completely different standards. Now your Inoue goes up and weigh black bodies people, bodies them, bodies those the guys that people thought were unbodyable, and yet he's rated number like seven who, like pound who, like for who, pound like or some like ridiculous who? shit. Yet. Who nobody who nobody so nobody had done that to timed that shot beautifully, one of the most beautifully timed shots probably ever, and 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 knocked him flat. It, that was it. Inoue just landed two punches that fight. That's all he landed was two punches. Exactly. No, but that was, he, uh, that was is, the definition that, of two hits. Though? I hit you, you hit the floor. <laughs> That's exactly what that means. No, but was he was the do, do do you guys remember the odds? Was it was it a close odds? Was it was it close? Well, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, know, man, know, here's the thing. Anyway, here's the thing. Like thing anyway. He's gonna be a favorite a- after he wrecked um Omar Narvaez the way that he did. He was gonna. He was always going to be a favorite in every single fight after that. Didn't matter who he fought. Didn't matter if it was Chocolatito. Didn't matter if it was Cisque. Didn't matter who it was. He was always gonna be a favorite after what he did to Narvaez. But even look at Omar Narvaez, right? Got Omar Narvaez, he went up uh, at 118 and fought what everybody wants to call a prime Donaire. That fight was ugly. Like, that's Donaire. He made Donaire look yeah. like a fucking fool in that entire fight. Yes. Donaire couldn't do shit. Couldn't do him. nothing. You know, Donaire won basically by throwing his hands more. That's the only reason why he won exactly. that fight. Exactly. And then after he like, basically set up a blueprint. Yeah, after Inoue, Narvaez goes up to 118 and fights Solani Tete again. Ugly fight. Shalani Tete won all, all the rounds because Narvaez didn't do much, but nobody destroyed Narvaez. Nobody destroyed yeah. Narvaez like Inoue did. Nobody has done that. Ever. Yep. 
before or since. Yep, two rounds. Because all it took was two rounds. Yeah, and and the thing is about Novias too is well, doesn't he hold like a like a record of most defenses at one fifteen or some shit like that or like yeah. uh, consecutive defenses or something something yeah. like that. He had like ten defenses at one twelve. And then like nine more at one fifteen after that. Right. Was stupid. Like yeah. wait, so for the for the for the record, for the record, Inouye ha- is the is the fastest to win, right? Three three divisions. Besides Coalition Shields, not including, you know, women. I'm just talking about men. I don't know if, you know what I'm saying. No, no, is the no, fastest, no. The right? fastest to three divisions is a Tanaka. tie between uh Lomachenko and Tanaka, yeah. Okay, no, no, so because no, because I made it an emphasis. I swear that yeah, y'all were complaining about that. Well, that even why, even with that, Kozik Tanaka has never faster. mentioned pound for pound by anybody except me and Jero, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and he did it undefeated, and he did it against guys that were on the come up, guys that after he beat, they became a champion. Whereas with Lomachenko, he beats guys, and that was they're at the end of the rope or whatever, or he got rigged out getting you know rocked and ha- hanging out for dear life against fucking Solis, who was a B level fighter at his best. So, yeah, it is. Gotcha. But so, hold on. So, talk to me. So, what? what's up? Like, yeah, yeah, that video, that said, that was offensively when Inoue made his debut in a Superfly 2 car and they called him... The, yeah, the Asian Lomachenko, right? yes. That's what they said? Yeah. Okay, well, he, here's how I feel about that, so right? Offensive? So, with Golovkin, let's go back with how HBO promoted Golovkin. When, when Golovkin came in, all they talked about Triple G was, hey, this guy's... All action. He's super exciting. Knockouts, knockouts. That's what you're going to get with Triple G's knockouts. There was no, hey, man, this guy's Carlos Monson. You know, they, they didn't say that, right? So he's just like, hey, this guy just gives you yeah. knockouts. Fair enough. Um, But here's the problem with, with the whole HBO thing, right, is they were hyping Triple G while letting Floyd Mayweather walk to Showtime, while saying, hey, man, we're not going to do business without Heyman. So... We're going to be anti-PBC and all this nonsense. So they make that business decision. And you got your Mayweather, your Al Heyman, your PBC fans now being resentful to uh, Triple G and HBO, right? So then when Chocolatito comes in and Chocolatito, they call Chocolatito come in, what do they say? They don't say, oh, my God, Chocolatito, elite fighter, pound for pound, being the longest champion, um, just greatness. No, they say, oh, yeah. he's Triple G's little brother. Big drama, little drama show. And, and comparing him kind of like being a, a sidekick to Triple G instead of promoting Chocolatito. So then yeah. you got all these fans who already resent Triple G, resent um, um, HBO for that, now attacking Chocolatito. Oh, my God. Chocolatito must be a high job just like Triple G. They don't know nothing about Roman Gonzalez, <laughs> but because they want to line him up and say, hey, man, you know, Triple G and, and Roman Gonzalez are like best friends, even though they're not best friends. You know, they trained together yeah, in Big Bear, um, which <laughs> Roman Gonzalez hated training in Big Bear. Um, so, you know, they're like, oh, my God, they're, yeah. they're, they're buddies. So now, you know, these fans are like, oh, Roman must be a hype job, just like Triple G. And they attack Roman Gonzalez, not giving Chocolatito a fair shake. Same thing now with HBO yeah. promoting the Eastern Europeans, promoting Golovkin, promoting Kovalev, now promoting Lomachenko. So you got the same fans who are getting tired of this promotion or this hype job of these guys because, you know, they are in a war versus Al Heyman and, and PBC and that side that um that now you're going to bring up Inouye. And instead of saying, yo, Inouye is just a destruction force, knockouts, excitement. They say, oh, he's the yeah. agent Lomachenko. What the fuck? Like, why? 
Why? Like, yeah. you're not going to say Lomachenko's the uh, Ukrainian Tanaka or the Ukrainian Inouye. But you're going to say he's the... So now the yeah. fans who are resenting Lomachenko because of HBO's high job of him are now going to attack Inouye for the same reason they attacked Roman Gonzalez. It just did not make any sense to say anything like that. Just hype them up as yeah. fighters. Hype them up their skills. Tell no. me why you have them. You have them because he's the Asian Lomachenko? What type of shit is that? Tell me why we should watch. I don't want to watch it. No, no, you know what? Now hearing this from you, bro, you make a lot of sense, bro. Like it, it makes sense. Like you know, my whole thing was when you were saying Triple G, when you were saying Kovalev. I, I was gonna say is that the reason they probably do this, you know what I'm saying, with Inouye and Tanaka, just in general, is just because you know what I'm saying. Nobody really watches. Like you know, like let's just be real, like. They don't really promote like now. Now they are. They don't really promote the lower weight classes. You know they don't really show them on TV like that. You know you got to do your your homework. You got to really do look for links. You know, I mean, for a good while they didn't, like, but a lot of it trade. wasn't even necessarily the, a size issue in so, as much as it was a size issue to a slight degree. But it was also a matter of not enough American names on 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 the, the ratings. Right. No, of course, of course, no. But I was gonna say that like you know because I, you want to pair them up. You know, with the higher weight classes, because it, it brings in more fans. But at the same time, like, bro, like here's the thing with Chuck Matito, that all that, like all that Golovkin little drama show bullshit was was straight up bullshit. Just like like Jira was saying, you know, what I mean, all they had to do was say, "This is the fucking, this is the the um, what you call it, the um, what do you, what do you call it? like like the, like an apprentice or whatever? This is the apprentice of fuck the great Alexis Arguello. End of story. That's how you fucking yeah. promote him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's unfair to my to like Lomachenko. Like you're pretty much comparing like. Now I get it. Now you're comparing Inoue's like past Lomachenko, and it's like yeah. Well, and not only that, that, but like, they they were already the they knew errors. what they were doing with being as controversial as they were with their promotion of Lomachenko. So now all they're doing is putting all that heat on Naya Inoue, who had zero to do with top rank at the time, you know, and and you know nothing to do with any yes. of that. So, you know, like, and, and the, just not even allowing the guy to stand on his own two feet, especially with with regard to the fact that his path was totally different than Lomachenko's. When he beat Adrian Hernandez, Hernandez was the second best fucking or the first best flyweight, light flyweight in the world, depending on who you were looking at, yep. which ratings you were looking at. You know, when he beat Rich Taguchi, Taguchi went on to become the champion at 108. Not a champion, the champion, the ring magazine champion, the unified champion. Gotcha. Period, point blank, that's it. End of story. And he caught him on the way up. You know, he beat him for the Japanese title. Taguchi later became the champion. You know, he jumped up two weight classes to fight Narvaez, wiped Narvaez out in two rounds when he was, I think, like a four to one underdog against Narvaez. You know, and 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 you know, just completely shocked the world with with regard to doing that. So you know, his his the whole thing about comparing with Lomachenko was insulting on, on that on the face of that perspective as well because. With Lomachenko, first he lost to Salido, you know, then he beat Gary Russell. That's that's all well and good. You know, Russell became a champion after that. Um, but at the time when when um when Inouye was fighting Nieves on that card, you know, Lomachenko Lomachenko was about to fight, I wanna say, um, who was it that he was about to fight? Late twenty seventeen. Uh, that was right after he fought Mariaga, just before he fought Rigendal. So, you know, he's fighting Mariaga, having you know, Mariaga moving up. Is he fighting against Jezero Corrales? No. Is he fighting against Takashi Uchiyama? No. Is he fighting against Francisco Vargas? No. He's not fighting against any of the other fellow champions. He's bringing guys up to 130 that he could have fought at fucking 126 to begin with instead of actually fighting probably 130 pounders. 
damn. No, damn, no he's bro. right. He's right. And, and uh, right, Lomachenko around that time had a three fight streak where he fought uh, low weight cl- uh, guys at 130 when he could have fought them at 126. Um, uh, Jason Sosa, right? Mariaga and Brigandau. Watson. He could have fought all three okay, of them at 126. Oh, was it Walters? Walters, Walters was in there too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Walters was like saying that he couldn't make so the think, and all that stuff. And, see, so, and the, the, the craziest thing is I remember when Lomachenko Walters was about to happen, I, I, I said going into that fight, the winner of this fight is going to automatically get rated number one at 130, even though they don't deserve to be by any fucking sense of the imagination. By zero means did the winner of that fight ever. Didn't matter who it was. Didn't matter by what way they won. They didn't belong number one because Uchiyama was the man at the time. Period, point blank. That's it. End of story. Bro, like, yo, it's so fun. Bro, I'm like, I'm like speechless because it's like I'm learning so much about Inoue's career that like, bro, than, than ever. Like, and the, to me, bro, like, like, like I said, bro, I love to learn. And it's like having both of you guys on, to me, it seems like Inoue... Well, here's the thing about like, Inoue, too. Like, at, at like 115, he was getting ducked by his mandatory. Yes. Yeah. Who? He got Inoue? ducked by Rex Cho, who was a top-ranked fighter, funny enough. Blatantly. Estrada, too, right? Estrada? moved up after the fight. No, but at, what, 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 what happened? Well, no, no, no. Well, Estrada uh, right, moved zero. up to 115, and because Estrada was the uh, unified WBO champion, WBO, he had the WBO and WBA. Uh, yes. He was he was uh, put in as the number one contender for Naoya Inoue. But Estrada, Estrada went the WBC route okay. and fought Carlos Quadros for an eliminator to try to fight Chocolatito, you know, because, you know, they, they, Chocolatito was a money fight. Yeah, it was a it was a bigger yeah. money fight, you know. Risk versus reward is around like risk is about equal, reward is much greater. So it just makes more sense that he would go after Choco versus versus. Yeah, that. I wouldn't call that. A so death. you wouldn't I you wouldn't, wouldn't call, call that. No, but I'll tell you who else ducked him. Jarwin Ankahas. did. Ankahas did. And and uh, what you call it? Uh, Michael Collins' brother. What's his Jamie Collins? What's his Jamie Collins? Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins ducked him also. Ja- and Jamie, all, Jamie and Rex were both anyway. mandatories. Um, Inoue versus Yafai and Akaz would have been unifications. Both of them turned it yep. down. Akaz, Akaz, uh, and and what you call it, and Show are top ranked fighters. Bro, but you don't think it's like lack of knowledge? I mean, that's what it is, though. To be honest, though, I think, bro, y'all teaching me something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the media yeah. just doesn't well, know. Shit is, like, about I, I have friends like, that are, you know, real. they're like they're even complimentary to Inoue or whatever, but they 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 still try to argue with me to this day. Talking about, you know, like, oh, well, you know, he didn't fight Teresa Kid or, or Chuck Lapita at 115. Well, that's because WBC was end ordering mandatory after fucking mandatory consistently. Like, it's like, okay, now you got to fight this guy. Now you got to fight that again, again, again. Now you got to fight this guy again, again. You know, they, they, they weren't allowing to, the guy to have any sort of potential to make a unification in the first place. Got you. So... Just, just picking it back, bro. So, if Loma for you guys, if Loma were to beat Lopez, right? If he stops Lopez, would he finally get y'all respect? Because that seems, y'all seem like y'all don't respect. I mean, y'all both say y'all respect his, his skill, but y'all don't respect. His whole I, I, I don't respect the hi- the hype, the hyperbolic stop? hyperbole of hype that surrounds the guy. That's what I don't respect. What I do respect, like, is the gym. So if he knocks out, if he knocks out Lopez, Fuck yeah, man, that'd be a big win. That'd be a great win. You know, that'd be a, that'd be by far his signature. Yeah. 
No, like I said, it probably be the best win of his career. Easily. Easily. Yes. 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 Bigger than Rigo, yes. even though Rigo moved up. So the problem so with Rigo, the biggest problem that I've always had with Rigo is most of his aura and, and, the, and the people's fandom around him is centered on Janair. And that's it. You know, every other good every other good fighter that he fought, he actually it. struggled against. He struggled against Cordoba. He struggled against Solis. He even struggled against fucking Drian Francisco. Who was a super okay. flyweight moving up two-way classes to fight him. Okay. So got you. So Loma beats Lopez. Loma beats Lopez. He got respect. Is he on the same? Does that put him like equal to? I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna say equal though, because me personally, I don't like the whole. I think it, I think Loma in a way. I I know the media hypes it up, but I think that they're they're just on both different courses. You know, they're both doing it both. I get it on your aspect because they compare him so much to Lomachenko, and that's why I hate it. You know what I'm saying? But I think if they stop doing that. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's kind of too late, though, because here's the thing. Now, now you already got, um, you know, the pound-for-pound list and people putting Lomacheco number one and Inouye number four or number five or number eight behind motherfuckers like Errol Spence bringing up little Mikey to fight and all kinds of dumb shit. You know, it's it's ridiculous. So it's like Inouye is being held to such a, such a greater standard than all these other guys. It's like he basically can't win at this point. Got you. So the only way they can settle it is by fighting. It seems like. Okay, Bob. You know what I'm like in a way. Okay, Bob. Arrow. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems like in a way. I mean, but right now, all right. So talk to me though. Would y'all want to see that oh, fight? Like God. just say at 126. The Lomachenko makes oh, 126. Man. What? Lomachenko. Oh, yeah. What year? What year are we talking about? Next year? Anyway, Two years? Five years? Well, I don't know. I don't know how Inoue is going to look at 122. Let him handle 122 first. I mean, here's the thing, man. Inoue, gotcha. when he but, fought Nieves, you know, the HBO does the fight night weights. He was 120. He was 125 fight night. Yeah. So basically, Inoue as a okay. featherweight would be fighting at walk around weight. So you know, it's it's a matter of you know now Lomachenko would be in the position of being the much bigger, naturally stronger guy and everything. I mean, here's the thing: if anyone wants to smoke, fuck it, get, get it, it. Yep. go yep. go get it. You know, prove 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 your greatness beyond a, a shadow of a doubt. You know what I mean? Prove that you're you are the greatest bantamweight ever, and maybe the greatest bantamweight slash featherweight ever. You know, put your name up there with uh with you know Ruben Olivares and and and, and some of those other guys. You know, Carlos Zarate and shit in the past. You know what I mean? Do that. Do it. You know, but it's one of those things where I don't think that he has to do that in order to prove that he's the best. He's already proven that. No, I, I'm, I, uh, I agree fully. Um, like I said, it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big mountain to climb, but it's whatever. If he wants it, that's fine. But yeah, he does have. It's not a fight that he needs to have to prove anything. He's over here. He, 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 he's done what Lomachenko has done. But it's no, more I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they if they were to do it just by virtue of the fact that like that's kind of Lomachenko's mo. Let's bring some little guys up to fight. You know, that's 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 uh, he's he, he fucks with it. That's that's what he likes to do. So that's not with you, but I don't know, man. It just seems like you know what I'm saying they're always gonna be. Unfortunately, like you said, it's too late. So it's, oh, they're always gonna those two names are always gonna be stuck together. You know, kind of like yeah, they're both, they're both with top right now. Fight, you know, like, even though like the... in a way just got scalped. You know, he got snatched up. Uh, well, not completely out of the hands of Ohashi because it's a co-promotional deal. 
but still. Like, no, but still, you know, like yeah. So people that, so people, like, so people that know, are like, like you know, like pro Clint. PBC and anti ESPN and top rank and shit, they're gonna shit on on, on anyway by association. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and, and, and that's the problem I had with that comparison. That's why I didn't like when they no. did it. Just didn't make. No, it makes sense. No, but it makes sense now. You know, sometimes that's why I prefer, like, you know, when you're talking on a text or whatever, Twitter or what it is, like, like this is what I, I like hearing because it now makes sense. Like, I didn't – I found it as respectful because Lomachenko is like, you know – but it's like, bro, why are you doing that? Why are you comparing him to a guy that's fighting now? Like you said, if you would have said Monson, like a legend, you know, but, like, Lomachenko's still fighting. It's like, bro, like, don't do that because it's like the guys that don't like Lomachenko or the guys that, you know, you're already comparing him to – to him, it's like it's already gonna bring in hate or, or fake or fake bias. You know what I'm saying? You're creating fake hype. You know, like don't do that. Let them create his own image. Just say yeah. this is old well, Japanese I, I, fighter. I don't have to do it anyway. Be like, yo, this is the the new underground sensation from Japan. You know, he came up. He already he he devastated two of the best fighters at 108. Jumped up two weight classes. Devastated the best fighter at 115 that we've had in the last several decades. You know, and, and now and now here he comes to the oh, U.S. looking to conquer further. And try to set up a big fight with Chocolatito. Done. That's it. And I'm That's with it. you. No, That's I'm it. with you. That's 100 percent better. <laughs> Where's my well, check? My other thing, my for cut you off, but yeah, nah. bro. But my other thing is to say, who? I mean, like, if y'all know, who's of the famous time? Japanese fighter? Uh, like, who's like a like famous most Just in general, like uh, just a uh, just two or three. Fighting names, Harada, like, who's, who's probably the most famous, and then second would probably be Yoko Gushiken. Okay, so if they would have compared in the way to yeah. one of those guys, is that better? Would have been that would have definitely would have been better. You know, fighting Harada would have been a name that like all the old timers and stuff, you know, the boomers, so to speak, would have would have been like, oh shit, like you know, this is like the the next coming of fighting Harada. Like, I'm with it because fighting Harada was all action. Fighting Harada came, he would run out to the gotcha. center of the ring and start throwing punches at you. He would run at you and start throwing. He was like he was like Aaron Pryor, stylistically. He would come right at you looking to, looking for the gotcha. smoke. You know, Yoko Gushiken was a bit more of a, a stylist, a bit yeah. more technical, probably a little bit more similar to Inoue with the way that he sets stuff up. Um, you know, and 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 Gushiken, you know, you know, you watch Dragon Ball Z, right? Marcos, you know, Mr. Satan. Yeah. He was based off of Yoko. Gushiken. Yeah, got you. His look was based off of Yoko. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't know that. That's good. That's good stuff. I didn't know that. Jim, you it would have been better. Yeah. To like one of those greats, it would have been better. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, <laughs> you just can't quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of that, now. because like, like I said, man, uh, you, you, you give him the the anti Lomachenko fans are now gonna be anti Inoue fans because they're gonna think the same way they thought about Chocolatito. I think, I, I think now, now that Chocolatito has stepped aside away from uh, Loeffler and, and Triple G, that um, that the people who who were dissing back then. Are now more are more welcoming to him. You know what I mean? They they talk more favorable to him because yeah. he he's away from that. Mm-hmm. You you don't put them together. Yeah. I don't know what HBO was Gosh. thinking. I don't know what Lampy was thinking. Like I said, I don't um I don't want to watch an Asian Lomachenko. I don't not want to watch an Asian Lomachenko. Tell me why I should watch Inoue. If he, if it's because he's an Asian Lomachenko, I'm just going to change the channel. You know you understand what I'm saying? I want to watch so much. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, as, I'm with soon, you. as soon as somebody says some shit like that, you know, it's a lot, a lot yeah, of bullshit. I, I wanna, you know, as soon as somebody, just, is, as soon as somebody is patron, patronizing yeah. you like that. Yeah, because I, I might as well just watch Omachenko. Why am I going to watch an Asian Omachenko when I can watch 
Because, because now, now you're basically now really what they're doing. That's kind of a backhanded compliment. Is is, 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 is calling the fans stupid. It's calling is calling you stupid as a fan for not uh, for not being able to put into context what he has done as an individual away from any other comparisons. I got you, man. I, I yo, bro. It makes a lot more sense, and I honestly appreciate this because that's what that's the point of these podcasts. Is like I hope if we get one listener. It's to teach, bro. And y'all told me a lot, bro. Like, I'm writing all this shit down, bro. Like, all these names down. I'm going to do my homework. And that's all I... Bro, like, that's about me, bro. I, I, I talk my shit. I, I troll here, there a little bit. I bust at people's shops. But I didn't know this shit about Inouye. And, like, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, and then not only it makes that, sense. but World Boxing Super Series, man. Basically, they were trying to have all four belts. Again, the WBC decides to intervene and, and get in the way. And, you know, Lewis Neri. And is he the champ or is he not? And then... Ubali becomes the champ in the interim and all that other BS. You know what I mean? Um, but they invited- no. But hold on, I'm a yeah. Invited- I'm a cut you off, bro. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go, no, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. Go ahead. No, no. no I'm just gonna bring up, bro. You, you just talked about the World Boxing Series. Like, can y'all talk to me if y'all know? Because I don't. What's up with the whole Lomachenko that he fought in a tournament that it wasn't considered so, the, the, the uh, like, world professional? World yeah, World Series. Okay, so talk. Okay, so that's a good topic. And then, like, do y'all both yeah. are y'all both familiar with that? Because I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. I'm the World Series of that. Boxing is a, is technically like a professional league of of boxing that um, IEBA, the the Association of International Boxing Associations, the, the people, So the, does that still exist? Yeah. Well, well the World Series okay, of Boxing. Okay. Um, I mean, right now I think yeah. it's kind of on hiatus. To be honest with you. No, but uh, it just, I mean, obviously because of the uh, the virus. But before the virus, everything is that is that like a yearly thing? No, like well, a, like like four, two years. I want to say the last time Go they ahead. had it was I want to say like in twenty late twenty seventeen, but it hasn't really like continued okay. since then. Um, but here's the thing: it was basically they they set up two different styles. They had the World Series of Boxing, and then they had Aiba Pro Boxing. Two, it was really strange. Two okay. different rule sets. World Series of Boxing didn't have all the the complete weight classes of Aiba, but Aiba they're the they're, they're the, the the official body of amateur boxing internationally. Essentially, they're the ones that you go through to become an Olympian, for instance. Okay. Know? And and so basically, they decided that they wanted to compete with the WBC and the WBO and the WBA and stuff, and basically say like, hey, you know, we're gonna start a pro boxing league called the World Series of Boxing. The World Series of Boxing is a team. It's different teams around the world, and you have individual fighters within those teams, and they fight, they face off. They'll have like maybe a fight fight card, but it's team versus team. So it's like you'll have Ukrainians okay. versus the Colombians or something of that sort. You get what I'm saying? And so then each gotcha. fighter, each fight, depending on who wins the most fights, that's the team that wins ultimately. But it also you know, counts okay. for the fighter individually as well. So Lomachenko had a bunch of, pro, I think it was seven pro fights um, under the World Series of Boxing Batter. Before he turned "quote unquote" pro and fought the the the, uh, the Jose Ramirez, that is. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to cut you off because you're giving me a lot of good information. So that so it's prof- it's considered professional, it, it is but professional. it doesn't count. It is professional. It, it is, okay, so They're it is professional. Paid. They have they have day before weigh-ins. They they fight. No head no headgear. No head right, and they fight. I think it was seven okay. rounds. So I think it was. Yeah, I think it was five rounds. Yep. It was a five or seven. But, five. Yeah, you know, I think it might have been seven for yeah, some of them. Yeah. I think it was like five for okay. So five or seven. Was five okay, so five and seven up until the championships. So no headgear. They get paid uh, a twenty-four hours weigh-in. So what's like? What's the 
kind of the so there's no difference kind of just, just yeah. the rounds five and seven well, and then the weight classes too like they, so, they were using aiba weight classes as opposed to pro um you know like so like and how was it is it, is it like a bigger weight class is that like a bigger well he was fighting he was, that he like was still fighting at 132 class? he was fighting at 132 and then the, okay what, so why isn't that counted towards his professional so like record? uh why that's that's a that's a conflict between box rec yeah because fight facts count fight facts fight facts count it yeah yeah box rec does not box rec isn't the official anything that's just a website that people go to because they compile lists of records got you but uh so Gerald, so you think that should be counted i believe so that's like uh your, your prospect fights prospect fights are what four rounds yeah so that, that's pretty much yep. it right there. The yeah. Five rounds is prospect fights. It should it should count, but but if they don't want to count, that's fine. Uh, the guy from Boxrec, what he told me also, uh, was that it wasn't state commission. So that's why if they don't count it because it was not state commission approved or what have you. Okay. Okay. So that's. Yeah, because that's what the, that the, the way he commission. the way he described it to me was because it's not state commission. You don't have a commission ref. You don't have commission judges. So so that's why uh, okay. they didn't approve it. Um, but but like I said, but like uh, Neora said, fight facts. I mean, that's uh, 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 Fight facts uh, counts it. Um, so like, if you guys don't remember, if you guys remember early on in Lomachenko's career, he, they would say, "Oh, he's two and zero," but they would have like an apostrophe or like whatever. Nine and zero, because because they also use five yeah, facts. Right. But now I think uh, I think box break. Uh, everybody's using box break now. So yeah, yeah, they don't bring that so up. They don't really bring that up. Yeah. Well, and it's understandable too okay. because the so, gloves is a little bit different. Also, you know, with regards to like the padding, like they still use like standardized, um, like almost like amateur like padded gloves, as opposed to you can't use like Ray A's gloves in 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 World Series of Boxing, as far as I understand it. All right, got you, got you. This is gonna be some good stuff. So, the Lomachenko and Inuit beef lives on, man. Uh, I'm just gonna end this uh, Inuit because uh, our boy uh, started some beef today. You saw uh, who was it? Uh, Orod yep. was that Orod? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he saw some. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck he woke up on, but he was on some Inuit banner. He was on some shit. He said that Navarde, uh, was it breaks his skull? What shit is in. That's what he said. <laughs> Pushes shit in, pushes his shit in at uh, 122 at Inouye. And uh, he mentioned the, of course, the famous that I started. I mean, I, I'm not being credit, but I kind of jumped on the hype. The whole Inouye and Donaire fight. But I'm going to end this, this combo with these two things. Uh, you think that's true, uh, J-Ro? You think Navarre pushes his I don't think Inoue so, but like I said, you never know um, how a fighter looks when he, because, you know, Inouye keeps moving up, moving up. At some point, that's going to catch up to him, right? Um but I think Inouye has shown enough power 118 that I feel he can carry that power 122. Um, he's not like a, he's not really struggling with a lot of fighters. Yeah, he struggled with Donair, but he still hurt Donair a lot. Hurt him to drop him with the body shot. So he still has that. Yeah. Well, and, and and even with Donair, like here's the thing, like I don't even really think he struggled like that. I mean, he got hit, he got hurt a couple of times. You know, got it. Got his eye jacked up or whatever from one shot. But that, that's the thing. That was from one shot. Daener can can do a lot of things with one shot. You know what I mean? It's just one. It's just a matter of that one shot hits you is gonna is gonna do some damage. But he still ate the shot. He still ate the shot and stayed up and fought right back and whooped his ass 
Yeah. Right. No, but and not still, only that, but he I found mean, a way that pretty that very okay. well flattered Darnair. He probably could have fought more defensively sound in order to just outbox the guy, but he went out there looking to showcase himself and knock Darnair out, and he got robbed of that. So you know, it's just one of those things where it kind of bit him in the ass a little bit. He chose he chose to fight a style of fight that wound up, you know, he couldn't get out of it once he once he had started it, but he still dominated it. You know, and even fighting a fight that didn't improve him, he still did what he did. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. But, I'm with you. But you know what I'm saying? And here's I'm, the thing. I, I think, I think this. that okay. might help him against Navarrete, actually, because he'll realize like he, he saw a little bit of his own mortality with Donaire, understanding now that, hey, look, Navarrete hits just as hard, maybe if not even harder. And so I have to be on my P's and Q's and box this guy a little bit more intelligently. I can't just go out there and try to body him like that. You know, so that might that is might that, help him that, against uh, somebody like Navarrete. But on is, the other hand, is, is the on the other hand, hold on a second. On the other hand, uh, what yeah, you call ahead. it? Um, in a way, considering he's chasing so much smoke, considering he wants to fight Casimiro next, considering he wants to fight Ubali right afterwards, he may he might grind himself to such a degree that Navarrete is still fresh and he's a little bit, you know, not not shot or anything, but a little bit war torn and could use a little bit of time off to heal and everything. And Navarrete might catch him at the right time. You get what I'm saying? So that could that could play into a, into effect as well. Got you. Do you think? I mean, does that stop Navarrete style? Is that tailor made for no, Navarrete? Well, I mean, Navarrete is like it reminds me of like talking about like Bruce Lee. He has like the style of having no style. The motherfucker just does whatever he wants, basically. So you yeah. can, it's hard to really train for a guy that fights like that. He'll switch southpaw and then start throwing left uppercuts from across the ring at you. You get what I'm saying? Well, he, he just gotcha. he just kind of does whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. So, one, you have to be prepared for that. Two, you have to be prepared for the fact that he has ridiculous power. You know, every time he hit Dog Bay, Dog Bay looked like he was about to go into it, like he was about to like start seizing up. You know, every time he hit him, the guy felt it. You get what I'm saying? And then on top of that, his stamina is stupid. The guy will throw 100 punches around without thinking about it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's more. He's like he's a come forward fighter. He's I mean, but he's also fighter. a pretty. But he's also a pretty good back foot fighter. You know, he 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 was catching Dog Bay and others with check hooks and knocking them out, knocking them down, rocking them, wobbling them. He's he's a he's a crafty guy. So you he's think, really difficult. So you think, so you think he's a good? So you think he's a good fighter? You think so he's a he's the man to be at once? Personally, I do. Personally, I do. Even though he hasn't unified or nothing J-Ro- like that, I think personally he's the best guy at one twenty two. Jerry, you agree? He's the best fighter against other top fighters. I'm not Who's sure. Who's the best fighter right now? 122. I'm... Yeah, okay. it's an open, open division. For... It's an open division I, I would... for you. No, I'm... Yeah. I mean, not, see, okay. not, I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't even necessarily disagree with J-Roll with regards to that. You know, just. Me... Is it? Uh, who's the longest champion? Ray Ray Vargas is the yeah. longest right. uh, champion right. in the division, right? Okay. The thing about Ray Vargas, is hey, you, you don't he think he's the? Yeah, he go does ahead. Things Talk that about, yeah. don't necessarily look great on film, but he's effective. That's the thing with him. He's the, he's one of those guys that is is very good at negating people, you know, using his height and his reach and his boxing ability and everything. But he's not one of the he's a little he's more on the Mayweather side of things than he is on the Pacquiao side of things. Where you're saying like, oh my god, look at the explosive knockouts and look at how he's making this guy twitch and shit. You know, he's just going in there trying to outbox you. You know what I'm saying? So he's a, like that's where he so you think- falls short. I think with a lot of people's lists, mine included to a slight degree. But I mean, he has a he has an impressive record himself too. You know, he he's he styled on Kameda, you know, he styled on Azar Havanisian. You know, he he's done he's got he's got some a good resume behind him. You know, he's so I mean, not to be wrong, Ray Vargas. 
you think you think all right, so I'm just throwing out names, bro. I'm just throwing you know me, bro. So you think you think in the way it messes up better with Ray Vargas or Navarte J Rowe? Who do you think he you know what? I think he matches up well with both guys. Um yeah, but like but but like uh okay. Naota said, the only thing I would be concerned with with Naoya anyway would be him wanting to fight the top guys, Casimiro, Ubali, and and Navarrete fighting he fought since Dog Bay, he fought nobody. He's been fresh, but you know yeah, that can exactly. also hurt yeah. Navarrete. I mean, because he, he yeah, he gets bad habits. He might not, he's not improving because he's still a, a, a fairly young fighter. Um, that should be improving. Yeah. But if you fight in cans, you're getting the bad habits. You're not improving, and and you're getting stagnant. So that my favorite, you know, it just depends, man. Uh, like I said, I, I need to see more of uh, of Navarrete, and uh, we'll just see how Inoue fares at 122. But I think I think he can. I think he first fine with both. I don't. I don't think uh, anybody at one twenty two. Like I wouldn't favor nobody at one twenty two to beat anyway. What? Yeah. No one person. Who you think? No, who you? Uh, oh, I, so you, you I wouldn't favor no one at one twenty two to beat anyway. Not not one person. Not uh, Neddy. Not Vargas. Not Navarrete. Not anybody. Not Roman. Not the dude that beat Roman. None of them. Not cool. No, I don't think cool boy. boy. No, especially because he dodged your podcast. He's been ducking you, so no. Oh yeah, bro. He dodged. He dodged me, bro. I mean, I'm gonna let him rock. It's quarantine. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get him on the show, bro. Yeah, bro. He's ducking me, bro. Cool boy. I still fuck with you, heavy, bro. But be hearing this, bro. You owe me a podcast episode, man. You know what I'm saying? We haven't forgot about that. But, bro, just uh, more news, bro. I mean, this is probably minor news, but uh, what's up with uh, Ruslan for Rocky? Yeah, he wants to come back. Yeah, yeah. He wants to come back. Yeah, what's, what, what's up? Who wants to start with that, man? What, what, yeah, excited nah, I don't care. That? I don't care. You know I didn't what's think up? much about it. You don't care? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was telling the L. I was like, yo, if he wants to come back, he should fight Marcus Madonna and the winner of Ruslan. There you go. And Madonna you go. comes back to box. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right? Right? You like that, that fight? Sense. You know, you know what I'm saying? The winner, they really want to come back. Both of y'all fight. Y'all both been gone for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what, what weight it is. I want to fight at heavyweight, cruiserweight, <laughs> catchweight, Mexican weight, Argentinian weight. I don't care. No rules. No weight either. You just want to fight. The winner of y'all two gets, gets, gets to come back to boxing. That's my whole take on Yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, Kavanikov, you know I'll saying? care about his comeback when he fights somebody decent. You know, when he fights somebody but I mean, even if he does, I don't, I don't see him making any noise, bro. Know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the way know. I see it, he wants. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They want to make money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, strange, Obviously, stranger things have happened, he's an but I mean, yeah, probably not. No, nah, and especially Rusolov. Like, I don't think you know what I'm saying. He's not a bad fighter, but bro, like, he's very his style. Is Taylor well, made his, for style, a lot of guys his style is very much a young man's style. You know what I mean? It's it's built so much off of. Off a force of will and energy, and and being in condition and and you know just having all the all the things like ticking at the right time, you know that's a that's a very, you know that's a, it's almost like a, when I tweeted about talking about athleticism, that's like an a, an athleticism by virtue of strength and and physicality, stamina, um, style that he has as opposed to one of of explosive quickness, you know what I mean? And, he, and even still, like you know what I mean? It, it, he wasn't. You know, he, I wouldn't say he was a speed demon or anything, but he wasn't necessarily like really extremely slow or anything either. But it's one of those things where if he did, if he is gotcha. slower now than he was then, that's going to count against him as well because a lot of that physicality works off of you being able to close distance on guys and just hammer them and then handle them like that. 
And if he's not able to do that, that's going to really gotcha. hamper. Yeah. I'm going to end this, uh, the last news that came in. Well, there's probably so much news, bro. So much boxing news that I don't believe half of it. But the one, uh, you know, besides my podcast, the best podcast out, you know what I'm saying? You know, PBC is doing a podcast. You know, uh, my, uh, my boy Ray Flores is doing a podcast. Kenneth is doing a podcast. But uh, they had uh, Spence on. And Spence, the, the big shit that he said was that prime for prime, he beats Floyd. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. Do you, do you agree with that? I think he should feel that way. Uh, yeah. Do you think? Uh, Jero, go ahead. What, what do you yeah, think about I, that? He, well, he I think it, he believes it. I really do think he believes it. And he should believe it. Why not? Okay. That's fine. I mean, I mean, for a lot of these... A lot of these fighters, especially somebody like Spence, who sparred like 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 there's a rumor, right? That he uh he sparred Floyd Mayweather and put it on Mayweather, and Mayweather kicked him out the gym. Mayweather kicked him out the gym, yeah, and then Mayweather chased him down in the yeah. parking lot and brought yeah. him back. So Spence might not feel right. like you know Spence yeah. might respect him and admire him, but also might not be like might see him just as a peer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he might yeah. not see him as this exactly. uh uh elite greatness like uh the fans do. Like, like oh my, yeah. like yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like fans, fans trying to put themselves in, in some of these fighter shoes yeah. is ridiculous. Like to me, like all the like, like that's that's why you're not a fighter. You know what I mean? Like the fans that say stupid shit, like oh no, like how dare Spence say that about our god Floyd Mayweather? Floyd Mayweather would style on him and school yeah. him for twelve rounds, and he wouldn't get hit and blah blah blah. You're like get the fuck out of here, man. The guy's yeah. a fucking the guy. The guy's yeah, a fighter. Yeah, yeah. As a fighter, every time you look at every time you watch any other fighter, you're thinking like. Hey man, I could take advantage of this and that, and I could do this and that to him. I see he doesn't like that. I, I like he didn't. He didn't look quite right when that shot hit him right there. And I could do this and or whatever. You know, you're always strategizing against your peers and and so on. And not only that, Spence is in his, is well. I mean, hopefully he's still in his prime. But you know, at the, he's at the very least he hasn't lost, so he hasn't on a downswing yet. You know, um, but you know he should feel that way. That's how fighters when they're on a on the, in their prime on a streak like that should feel. That's how they should feel about themselves. Otherwise, they really shouldn't be fighting. They should always feel, at the very least, if not that they could beat anybody, that they have the ability to potentially beat anybody. That's yeah. the point. That's the point that uh, that's a fighter's mentality, and that's what they. It, it does like it does like in any sport, right? Because even even like in a uh, basketball, if Kobe Bryant was alive, you know, he'll tell you he could beat Jordan one on one. You know, Jordan will tell you he beat anybody. LeBron yeah. will tell you he could beat anybody. That's yeah. just a, the way a yeah. mentality of an athlete works, man. They don't they don't get hyped up like the fans do. Like, oh my god, this guy's untouchable. Um, yeah, they, they believe in themselves. They're not. Yeah, also, yeah they're, like you, you'll get a rare occurrence of somebody that, like, maybe if they really idolize the fighter, they would they would defer to them and say, like, oh no, I could never think of myself defeating that fighter or whatever. But that tends to be a very one to one thing. You would ask that same guy about any other all time great, even a guy that might have beaten that fighter that they're uh, idol, that's their idol or whatever. Say, yeah, I would have kicked his ass. Period. Point blank. That's it. You know, they would have. That's what. That's what. That's what they say. That is what they say. Not you know, you. Michael Carbajal is out you. there I'm, talking I'm about like, oh yeah, shit. If I was around right now, I'd knock Chocolatito out. You know what I mean? That's that's how he feels because he yeah. feels like in his era he knocked out the baddest. Now you, you gotta have the confidence. Now you gotta have the confidence. You gotta have the confidence. You gotta believe. You gotta know. Um, but I'm with you. I know. I, I, I respected his whole confidence. You know what I'm saying? You you should want to beat the best. Um, do I think he beats him at 147? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, floor is floor. You know what I'm saying? I gotta see more Spence. You know? Uh, I don't think so. But uh, we just see how Spence's career goes. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he. I think Floyd beats him anytime, anywhere. 
Uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what I did like, though. I did like that Spence said he kind of had a game plan on how he will attack Floyd, right? He said a lot of people like to go for the head. I'll just focus a lot on the body and try to break him down physically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. he, you could tell that he thought about it. You know, he he kind of played it, played the fight in his head, and he had he had a game plan. Um, like like I said, Floyd is a dude who you probably would favor to be anybody. You know, but like ninety percent of the fighters ever. Right, um, but um, uh, yeah. but I, I had no problem with it, and I like it. And uh, it just depends how uh, I will say that Spence would be probably the biggest, strongest fighter Floyd would have had a fight above above one thirty five that was in his prime. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Who was who was the natural? Who was the biggest? Right, like, right. okay, so obviously Floyd started his career at 130, right? He went to 150. He went up to 154. Uh, who was like at 140? Who? Because you know, I'm with you on that one, um, J. Ro. Like, because Spence started his career at 147. Right. He's like a big. He's a big 147 guy. You know what I'm saying? So who? Like, because at 140, guys, at 140 like, he didn't fight really nobody. 140, you know, he fought Gotti, great fighter, but he also fought uh, Corley and uh, and Henry Bruselas at yeah. 140, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think yeah. Spence is yep, bigger, yep. stronger, and better than all three of them. Um, at, at 154, he fought I'm Oscar De La Hoya. He fought uh, uh, Miguel Cotto, Canelo, right? Um, Canelo, Canelo. I don't think yeah. Cotto and Oscar won yeah. their prime. You know, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, they're, they're not were, natural they're, 154 they're guys, not natural right? Uh, Canelo, Canelo was probably the closest yeah. one to his prime uh-huh. there. You know. But he has, was also a catchway, right? So yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you talking about with Floyd? Floyd two, yeah, like two, best yeah. wins or what uh-huh. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, because my whole thing is, like, I'm with J-Roll. Like, what I do give Spence the favor, uh, what I would favor him is that he's a natural 147. Right. Like, that's his right. first weight class. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, was, I was, I was actually going to mention that myself, too, like, everybody, by virtue of the fact that, like, you know, that's the thing. Floyd Mayweather kind of came around at a time where – well, here's the thing. Baldemir was a was a big 147, but he was a he was a he was a slovenly and like you know he he wasn't a he wasn't an elite operator technically, and he wasn't he was actually really slow too. And yeah. he kind of took advantage of a, of a lackadaisical Zab Judah. Zab Judah really wasn't a very big guy either. You know, what I mean, he, fight night he was like 150. You know, he wasn't he wasn't a big welterweight by yeah. no means. He wasn't even yeah, really a big true. light yeah. light welterweight. So you, you got that. Um, what do you call it? Robert Guerrero, you know, again, guy coming up all the way from featherweight. Yeah, he's a one, but he's not, he's not, yeah, exactly. He wasn't really, so, yeah, most of, most of his big wins, even at, at welterweight, were from, from guys that moved up to that weight themselves, as opposed to guys that were really like brolic 147 pounders. That's a little bit like when we were doing the um, the, the fantasy tournament before. That's a big part of the reason why I tended yeah, to yeah, favor a yeah. lot of the, the guys from the 90s and stuff because all them dudes were beasts at welterweight. Oscar, and Shane, who and Tito, was, and I just all the dudes. Yeah, 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 perfect. You you said Shane. What what was what was Shane's best weight? One 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 thirty five. One forty seven. Shane Mosley. Well, one thirty five. He was the most dominant. But I, mean, I, think- I, I would say he was still a little bit limited there. I think he developed more so at one forty seven, and and that was probably the best mix. He, so you think one forty seven? I think that, I think that was the best way, mix Mosley? of experience combined with uh, ability, like physicality and speed. Gotcha. And I think it shows in his, in his performances too. Look at what he oh, did gotcha. to Margarito, even at a at a bit of an advanced age. No, I'm just thinking. Okay, I think that's a good that's a good analysis. Like that's a because Spence is the, the biggest. 
obviously well, he's, 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 a, he's a guy that's fighter. 147 um, coming in fight night 163 or four you know he's a big guy yeah yeah that's my thing that's my thing yeah so i don't know right. that would be that's the only you know? advantage and, uh, I would even, give even, Spence, even oscar like oscar bigger, i think was yeah. 165 fight night when he fought floyd gave him one of his toughest fights partially partially yeah on but oscar i wouldn't even put him i yeah i don't even think oscar's 147 was his best way to be honest yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think personally. I think I think he was a better 145. Even though he didn't fight nobody at 140, I think I that was you. the best way. I got you. Yeah, well, and that's, that's and the thing is like even like you Oscar know? was on the the older side of things like yeah. when Floyd fought. Him. But like if you're trying to, yeah, that's, a lot no, of, that's like, a good. That's, here's the thing, you know, a yeah. lot of people when they do fantasy fights, they talk about prime versus prime. But a lot of times there's good fights that happen when guys aren't in their prime. You know, it's just a matter of guys catching guys on the way up versus the way down. It's just how it goes sometimes. That's that. That's, that's that's really the way that's, that's the really the way boxing, boxing is yeah. more on the realistic sense. You you don't too often get two guys that are greats in their own right fighting each other right prime for prime. You know you might get that once or twice here and there, like uh, in a weight class, maybe in a given um, half decade or or, or or what you what have you. You know you know what I mean. So like a lot of, more often yeah, than not, sure. it's one guy on the upswing, one yeah. guy on the downswing. You know, and that tends to be the way that like fighters get for built sure. too. They'll they'll capitalize on big names on the downswing. In order to build a guy's career, first before they they go after the other yeah. prime killers. Now nah, makes sense. Makes sense, bro. I got nothing else, man. You got anything else you want to share on this Secret de Mayo edition? Nah, I got nothing, sir. J Row. Uh, um, Nayoto, Nayota, <laughs> Inoue. Anything else? Lord of the Fly, Lord of Flies. Yeah, a lot of people have called me that yeah, too. Funny enough, now that you know and shit, talking about you yeah. Know. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. Nah, nothing oh, else man. you want to like, share, bro. Yeah, no, I guess not. Just that, hey, you know what? Now Inoue's chasing the smoke. You know what I mean? He wants he wants the biggest, baddest motherfuckers on the block to prove that he's the biggest, baddest fighter in the sport. Chuck Latito's doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Even getting knocked out isn't stopping him. He's, t- you know, he, he did just did like a FaceTime thing, interview with Suisa Kid yeah. and shit. Talking about like, oh yeah, like hey, I got knocked out, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm a champion again now. You know what I mean? Like what? Now what? And what? Bro, look, 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 look. I'm gonna promise. Uh, I'm gonna promise y'all this. Look, look, cause y'all, y- y'all would, y'all both logged in. Look, when I get Cool Boy, when he, when he steps up to the, to the, to the podcast plate, when he, I'm, a, I'm gonna have y'all both online. And how, yo, how Jero, you were quiet for like the first five minutes. I didn't even know you were on the call. That's how y'all gotta be on. When y'all, when I get a Cool Boy on the, on the, on the podcast, y'all. Y'all both got to jump in and ask them every question about in the way. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to attack hey, him. We can give him the you know what here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Cool boy. Uh, I promise you that. Cool boy should feel like he can beat in a way, though. He should. Just like I said with Spencer and Mayweather, yeah. cool boy should feel like he could be in a way. MJ Akhmadaliev should feel like he could be in a way. Daniel Roman should feel like he could be in a way. Jamiel Casimero should feel like he could be in a way. That's it. That's, that's the way that the fighters should feel about their potential rivals, that they can beat them. So, you know, if, if he comes in here saying, like, okay. oh, y'all style and I'm schooling, whatever, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? But it is, it is. that's how he should feel. That's how we'll get him on. Feel. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. I promise you. We'll get him on. But, yo, my fellas, man, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, enjoy. Yes, you go to Mayo. I know, uh, J-Ro, you don't drink. Uh, have a, <laughs> a diet Coke or something, man, for uh, Sigur de Mayo. Nayota, uh, I don't know what you do, bro, but uh, enjoy yeah, no this, doubt. man. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate y'all, man. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe. Stay uh stay uh, All right, boss. Free. Have a good one, All man. Good stuff. All right? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Take care, guys.